DJ Cam and he's sitting there. 108 TV, man. Y'all see what the fuck going on? We trying to get this bitch. Shut up, 108 TV. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to another Waterwave TV show. I'm here with Trev, or should I say, barely Trev. What's up, man? Last time we were on the show, you were Trev. <laughs> just but Trev. Now you're barely Trev. That's right. Um, before I guess, what is barely Trev? Before we get too deep into it, man. Like, what I mean, what is barely? Like, how did that become yeah, an yeah. attachment to your name? Honestly, like people ask that a lot, and I wish I had a deep answer for them. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it just like meant a lot to me from something. But yeah. honestly, the whole thing was just like search optimization of trev mm -hmm. like when you search up trev on spotify yeah. like 50 people pop up so i was like dang i need to add something mm -hmm. and uh actually out with uh matthew i was sending him like 40 names at one point we're just like yeah mm -hmm. barely sounds kind of smooth so that's what we went with that's cool. <laughs> yeah that's smart because a lot of people do have just like the s similar names like of like how many trevs is there going to be right so that crazy. does make sense crazy um but yeah thank you for coming on the show back in minneapolis for a little while so we had to get him in here before you left yeah man um for those that, uh that might not know who you are yet you want to give them a little background where you're from where you went to school maybe yes sir yeah uh barely trev here um i grew up in andover minnesota went to school at the u of m mm -hmm. uh so i was in minneapolis the last four years and then about a year ago I actually just moved down to charleston south carolina so um been living down there for the last year came up this week to visit mm -hmm. had to hit up my dude and was like we got to get one in so yeah definitely yeah, gotta gonna get one in. how was it like uh growing up when you were younger did where you have a lot of musical influence around you honestly not really mm -hmm. not really my family's not really into music uh, i i think the only musical influence i had was i think it was like fifth grade fourth or fifth grade my parents forced me to be in like the church choir for a year mm -hmm. and uh I was like, I despised it so much that I think like one time I just like refused to sing. Like I just stood up there with my mouth closed and then they were like, all right, you don't have to be in it anymore. So <laughs> that was like that. And then up until like high school really mm -hmm. was like the first time I started dabbling in like writing um, like raps basically in the back of the class as, as most rappers start off, I feel like. So mm -hmm. that was kind of how it came about. But I think it just more, more so came about from just my love of guys like Drake and Wayne and listening to those cats in middle school mm -hmm. and, and up. So it's kind of how it started off for me, but cool. Um, when you went to college, did you like, what did you go to school for? I guess I should ask first. I went to school for marketing. Okay. Yeah. Marketing. So I got my marketing degree about a year ago. Um, and for me, like I love, I love business. Right. But I also love seeing how you can translate it to the music side of things. Mm -hmm. So, um, kind of like bridging that gap between like what you think of traditional marketing and then how to market yourself as an artist and as a brand yeah. has been really cool. Um, so that it's been cool to put that to use outside of just my day job, you know? Yeah. I say, yeah, going to marketing and then obviously with music definitely helps with this day and age. Everything's marketing. You got to market yourself. Yeah. But like when you originally went to college, did you have that dream of being a music artist or were you going to college to, to get a degree to work somewhere in a marketing field? Like, did you like, where were you at? I guess you could Man. say. I mean, I've always wanted to do just music, you know, mm -hmm. I think 
I think the hope was always like, I always wanted to get my degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was more so like, Hey, we'll just see what happens. Like that's kind of always been my mindset is like, I'm going to keep making music and having fun with it and, yeah. and see what happens. And then, um, last year came to the point where I just like had a, had a good opportunity to like keep working and like start making money. And, um, but like also the flexibility to keep doing music. So it's, it's really the best of both worlds, man. Like obviously releasing an album this past year while working, like doesn't seem like it's been a burden for me yet Mm -hmm. having a job. Um, so yeah, that's, we're kind of just taking it like a day by day as everyone else is, you know? Yeah. When you, um, when you first started like uploading to YouTube, like I'd say, I, I don't know if it was your earliest video, but it was like probably like two years ago of you just like playing the guitar or whatever, like to YouTube. Did you think like that type of video was going to lead up to like what you're releasing now? Like, did you think it would happen one, maybe happen that fast or at all? Like, did you kind of think it would do that? Man, honestly, like I say yes and no. Mm-hmm. I say yes and no. Like at like, that time you were like, like after you uploaded that, you were like, I, like one day this is going to be like a found me video. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or were yeah. you just doing it? And that was just like what you were just pushing. I think it was like, Hey, I'm gonna put this out and just see what happens. And like, it was almost like a lack of any expectations. Like I was like, Hey, it could blow. Cause like, I'm, I'm kind of cold. I think like I'm kind of, I'm kind of mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it was like, I'm not going to have like these ex- crazy expectations for myself and just be like let down with something doesn't happen. So it's, it's more so cool now to just like look back at some early stuff and be like, dang, like I could, I could stop now. And, um, myself five years ago could look at me now and be like, Oh, like he, like you kind of made it. Like he kind of like did some yeah. cool stuff along the way. You know what I mean? So it's it's cool to like look back like that and reflect and and just kind of take a step back sometimes that's dope um the music your music video game took a big leap like from when i first met you like i mean i feel like when i first met you your music was really really good and then i was like he just needs some visuals like like that's how i felt that's like right when i first started doing the water wave stuff i was like he's just super hard but he like some visuals would help him a lot because i only seen your youtube page um but then now is like all the people you do videos with like have obviously just leveled up a lot like the found me video that's like my, one of my favorite videos out of like any minnesota artist yeah, i feel like in the past you, like year or so yeah. yeah so like is that like your crew of people that you would do videos with now or is that you just work with whoever yeah i mean i still work with whoever but you kind of got to vet them out a little bit you know but yeah. a lot of people that like um, have done some of those main videos like found me like three words west like um like sawyer bryce is like a super super dope like creative that i got to connect with in the, in the past couple of years mm-hmm. um the guy who did found me was uh actually like from andover but he lives out in la his name's mike dusenka and um so when i was out there like we were recording found me out there we were like yo we have to do a video so i literally flew back out there like three months later and, and did a video with this guy who does like a lot of video work and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I'm like always down to work with new people, but it's more so like now that I've put out quality visuals, it's kind of like, okay, you got to kind of keep them quality now, right? Yeah. Um, the most recent one that we put out, Ditto, was actually um, a guy from college that shot it. And he had shot a bunch of my older videos, but like we kind of both just been leveling up at the same time. Like he's been like, he got crazy with it the past couple of years, like all this mm-hmm. new equipment, just like cinematography wise, like super cold with it. So like we kind of got to link back up four years later and shoot another video and just like see the progression. So it's been super cool. Yeah, it has been super cool. Before we get too far in this podcast, I don't have any with us, but we have a sponsor, Northern Chill. I don't think you've had it before, haven't you? I've never tried it, man. Damn, I wish I had it with me, I but we ran out. 
I always see it on. I always see it. I gotta shout it out at least for the audio listeners, even though you can't, the visual listeners can't see it. But make sure you come get Northern Chill at the Waterwave TV store. We will have it in stock. It's just just got delivered yesterday. But instead of that, we have White Claws. If you want one, that's for you. If you want one, but instead of Northern Chills, we got White Claws in the building tonight. Shout out White Claw. I appreciate (laughs) that. That's our next sponsor. We're trying to get is a White Claw or a seltzer. (laughs) Or make our own seltzer. Shit, you see Nelk. Hey, do, you, do you follow Nelk at all? Oh, they they came out with their own? Their own seltzer, yeah. Oh, word. Yeah, it's called Happy Dad. For real? Yeah, it just released like two days ago. Dang. that's I love when people do stuff like that, like Lyrical Lemonade coming out with Lemonade. Mm-hmm. And like, I love when people just like think outside the box with it. Yeah. What that's about, right. there's a lot of rappers that come up with like weed brands and shit like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I feel like Waterwave can make a killing on some like sparkling water, some we're, like LaCroix type stuff. We're trying to, we're trying to make a, a drink. I can't spill too much information, oh, but yeah. we're trying to set up a drink right now. It's just a lot of, a lot of meetings that need to take place, I guess you could say. I got you. And then, and then to figure out the right places to get it made, like right. the right distillery, factory, and and whatnot. All the know, all the steps, the in bottles that and shit, yeah. and where it's all coming from, where all the ingredients are coming from. Right. Um, but I want to take us uh, actually since we were talking about the album a little bit, you want to talk about it? It's called how do you pronounce it? Rump, rump. So it's called R U M T Love. R U M T Love. R U M T. I would always like read it as Rumped Love, yeah, like R U M T Love. What was like the inspiration behind that name? I guess then to start with the dude. Yeah. So like, I love the fact that like people didn't know how to pronounce it. Almost, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it was just like it's almost like a conversation starter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, R U M T Love. I came up with the name like two years ago. Like, I maybe only had two or three songs done on the project, but I had like the name ready and I had the vision for it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But um, the name I thought of at a time when it was like two. It was two years ago now. Um, and the concept of the album started off like being like a thought provoking. Like, are you empty? I want to make music that like fills you up. I want to make music that uplifts people. Right. Yeah. And, um, kind of like in that season of my life, I remember like I started getting really down for some reason. Like I just had like, I was having like a weird few months. Um, and as I kept working on the music, I kind of started to realize like, Oh, like I'm the one that's empty. Like Mm -hmm. I wasn't focusing on like what I usually focus on, which is like my family, like my faith, like all these things that, that were important to me that I had kind of just been like doing away with at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked at my own life and I was like, I'm, I'm the one that's empty. Right. And so that's when like the perspective of the album for me kind of shifted. I like solidified the name and I finished out the rest of the, the songs um, more, more from a perspective of like, let me not talk from a high horse or, you know, from my high horse, let me get off my high horse and come down and just like be present and, mm-hmm take like a look at my own life and what's going on so yeah it's kind of a long-winded answer but like there was a lot that went into it because it was like a year or two in the making of the album so yeah. you go through a lot of different seasons of life during that time right so yeah even that that long of an answer just shows how much you like actually take this shit seriously though you know because a lot of people will, will release an album they'll just whatever pick a name for it you know pay for someone to do some cover art and drop it right like right. but you like you and your team like you know you're taking all the like a lot of photo shoots a lot of little video shoots like just little like like what do you call it? instagram reel type stuff you know yeah. like you're doing all those little things that but i guess that's why you went to school for marketing i guess it's paying that's off facts. that's facts yeah 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 man and it's just it helps a ton to have like have those talented people around you mm-hmm. and just like bouncing ideas off like you've met dylan before right my manager dylan yeah. height like just a crazy musician cool dude like 
working with this dude named P. Out, he's out in Seattle now. Um, P. Washington, like just super creative dude. So it's just nice to have the like people around you to like really flesh out all these ideas, you know? Yeah, and you guys use you, you do um what they call them the stripped videos or whatever when you when people are actually oh, playing yeah. the guitars and you're singing the raw vocals. Those are really cool too. Yeah. That goes a long way because it's like a lot of rappers would like want. A, a, just like a company to do that for people but it's like you just kind of just got to take the initiative to just do it yourself yeah that's what yeah. i feel like a lot of people don't don't get you just kind of got to step out the box and just be like i you know i pick you i pick you i pick you let's make this happen yeah and just right. having like talented friends like mm-hmm. matthew sitting over there he was a part of that stripped one mm-hmm. and uh even like friends to film it like all the pieces that go into it like planning that stuff is fun too you know what i mean yeah. and just getting everyone involved so yeah especially when it pays off uh, there was uh, one of your videos was uploaded a while ago, but the hot shower remix, I feel like that was that was pretty hard, and I feel like that uh, I don't know, cause like you were like you, you just kept growing, growing as an artist, and then that like gave you an extra leap. Mm. Like what what's like the re- what was like your inspiration to do like the hot shower remix, like out of any song you could have remixed? Yo, honestly, like no shot at chance or anything, but that song was a little bit booty, you know what I mean? For how hard the beat was, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he did what he had to do to like make it like a fun song, but it's one of those things where I was like, I just got to rap on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, uh, and then the concept for the video came up, uh, Josh, same guy who shot ditto Josh Novak. Um, he was like, dude, I got this cool new feature on my camera. We could put four of you in one shot and we're like, let's do it. So we made it happen. It was like, it was like a three day thing of making the song, shoot the video. And then, put it out just as something fun so that's fire yeah. and a lot of times like just those something funs are the ones that actually like get a lot of attention right doesn't not everything has to be super planned out or taken a long time on you just if you have the idea you just got to run with it yeah dude it's so crazy to think about because i mean you think of this last project i put out i was putting like two years into this project and like thinking mm-hmm. about every little step um which is good right but then you look at like my most played song on all platforms, You, Me, and Honesty, is one that I literally recorded in a day, didn't mix, didn't master, and just put it out mm-hmm. back when I was like, before I like really started to get serious, right? Yeah. And then that's the one that, you know, everyone hears right away at the top of my profile, most plays, like, yeah. it just it just goes to show like, you gotta keep all the, almost like the spontaneity to it mm-hmm. at times, like just having fun. The rawness like, of it, like the SoundCloud yeah, days. Like, exactly. Like, no but like not everybody had a pro- professional sound and it's like the imperfections of the sound is what made the song good almost right like it just sounded raw rather than fine-tuned because you probably couldn't hit that note or something like how exactly. a lot of artists it's like exactly like they could just rap with their voice and it just sounds like them or they'll use like a crazy auto-tune and then they'll go to a concert and they can't hit that vo- you right, know that vocal right. i didn't even know how to use auto-tune at the time i made that song either so the mm-hmm. hook is super pitchy and i still get comments on like the youtube video from like it's from like three years ago right but i'll yeah. get comments like oh bro like hooks a little pitchy like should you use auto-tune i'm like i didn't know how to use auto-tune at the time yeah. you know what i mean so what's funny is uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but speaking of concerts i think uh that's like around when i was first getting to know who you were what made me really want to get to know you is I just seen a picture of you performing at, I think it was first half seven street entry and you just yeah. had like the crowd going crazy. And that was like the first like introduction I had to who you were, like you performed and like Word, had a yeah. good crowd. Um, I'm sure you've done more shows since then, or at least, or at least besides that. Try but like, how it. do you, um, I don't know. How do you get the stage, like the stage presence going? Cause from what I've seen, you've been going crazy. Like you did that show at, at our, you, you performed once at our show, yep, yep. but yeah, but like, what's like your main thing like when you get on a show to get the state the fans going oh man i just love like 
it's it's a bad thing sometimes but like sometimes you just love being the center of attention you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's just exhilarating to be on stage and like have a crowd of people who like know your songs that's like that's the biggest trip ever when it's like people are actually like rapping your lyrics um but i just love performing like there's just no better feeling than like just going absolutely nuts jumping around because where else do you get to do that you know what i mean especially to your own music your own music yeah yeah Yeah. and so yeah man that that show at 7th street was like it was crazy it was like a monday night like i was honestly like i didn't even know how many tickets had sold until the night of the show Mm -hmm. so i was like maybe we were hoping for 50 we were hoping for 50 and we got there we did sound check it's like 30 minutes before doors were opening and they came up to us, they're like, you know, like, congrats on, like, good ticket sales you sold, like, whatever it was, like, 150, 60 tickets were, like... Yeah. So, we didn't even know it was going to be, like, that lit until, like, mm-hmm. 30 minutes before we went on, and then it was just crazy, bro. That's kind of... Yeah, that's kind of how it always is with our shows, because we rarely do pre-sales. Yeah. But, like, recently we've done, like, a couple of shows of pre-sales, but usually it's just, like, come get the ticket, you know, $5 to get in at the door or something like that type right. of shows. It's like you have no clue going into it what's going to happen, and you just hope for the best. The one you guys did a few weeks ago at, was it Poor House or something? But, um, Yeah, it was a while ago, though, our last show, okay. I think. Got but yeah, you. Poor House was downtown. Poor that was, was crazy. Yeah, that that's, was, that's our, that's our like, favorite place to do shows, but they got like super booked up, so we couldn't even I'm get sure, in there recently. Yeah. Sure. That's why we luckily got in with 7th Street for Jake's show. Yeah. Yeah, but that's still not even till August because it's just super booked and it's on a Wednesday, so it's not even like it's a super nice night. But like yeah. you said, on a Monday you had a good ass turnout too. Yeah, they don't be giving like weekend slots really to local acts as much. They they are now because of COVID, I think though, oh, or like okay. since it was shut down for so long, they know there's so many local acts that are out here trying to do shows. Yeah, because we talked to them about bringing uh like a bigger named artist to like go there mm-hmm. and they're like oh we're only renting it to local shows right now that was mm-hmm. what they said interesting so at least they're doing they're doing more yeah. for the, for the yeah. local scene you could say yeah we're trying to get we're like we're getting one locked down right now like on the low low but mm-hmm. sometime in like september probably yeah uh, we like we're throwing around a few dates right now so um that's gonna be crazy man mm-hmm. i'm trying to make it back up for your guys's like all the people on it, like yeah. Jake, Trayson, right? Mm-hmm. Calvino, yeah, Calvino's on it. Uh, Wilson, Wilson, and then uh, Ominous the Monster. I don't know if you ever heard him. I think I've, yeah, I've heard his He's name. pretty hard. And then um, his friend Tony Dent, they like have a set combined set together. Gosh, but yeah, that's going to be fun. Oh, Minneapolis great. Drew's on it Drew, too. Yeah, Drew too, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a really fun show. Oh, man. That's mm-hmm. so fun. It's so great to have shows back. I know. It's honestly like, like what what we do it for. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, one of the main things, like, why you make music is to be able to perform it at yeah. a live show. And, like, why we do our brand, one, is to help the Minnesota music scene. And how we help that is by throwing shows because that grows our brand, helps artists on the show. So, it's, like, yeah. that was a big thing that we were missing for a long time. Right. And it's good to have it back. It's huge, man. I love what you guys do. Like, I think the first time I – I think the first time I was, like, really tapped in was, like, two e- – two or three years ago when you did like the top Minnesota artists or something like that. And like, Mm -hmm. that was hilarious by the way, because like you put obviously a lot of work into it, but there's like Mm -hmm. more than 25 artists in Minnesota. So it's just like funny seeing people's reactions and stuff. But, uh, um, you like put me on it Mm -hmm. and I was super rattled because I was like, I didn't know like anybody even knew who I was. You know what I mean? And I was like, bet now I know like these guys actually like take the time to actually listen to local artists and like, actually try to build this community mm-hmm. around to like help everyone kind of grow you know what i mean yeah which is super fire yeah that was definitely something because like 
especially in the earlier days like we had so much free time to just literally just like any and that was before we had like any type of like fans besides the people if like if you know you know type of thing like yeah. that was back then so it's like everybody every artist that followed us it was like oh we got a new follower that's crazy and it, it was most likely music artists because that was the only fans we had at that time right. so we would just peep their youtube peep their whatever or they would just dm us and whatever definitely yeah now it's a little bit harder because now more artists know about us so it's like there's so many to listen to you'd have to do like top 150 yeah. artists in Minnesota yeah if we something. do that yeah i know way too many now it's because when i made that list i did not realize how many there were until how many artists there really really was until after I posted the list and, and it had like 300 comments of like people just being like, you don't, you know, you why, why guy. am I not on it? Why is this guy yeah, not on it? And usually yeah. it would just be like their home, like them posting on their story, like telling all their followers to like go comment on their page and said they forgot me or something. But like, it was just yeah. a lot. I was like, damn. So then that's why I haven't done it in a while. Cause I'm yeah. just like, it's too much. And you just, you just know too many people at this point. Yeah. Right? I have another, I have another plan for, I can't spill too much, but some type of like, yeah, that's um, that's the next thing I'm working on. Like a water type of thing. Yeah, fire. that's what I want to do. Um, just because like we we do know a lot, and a lot of the people that since we've been on here for like three years now, like now I feel like I could judge off the people that I've seen grow for three years or I've seen yeah. was really good back then and just kind of plateaued or felt like not fell off, but just didn't like treat it as like their job, like treat it as like I'm gonna just drop music every now and then. Yeah, yeah. So I think that'd be really fun to do you know like yeah that'd be crazy think of a bunch of shit but hopefully that happens by the end of the year so we can for real for that's real. what we want to do that'd be that. huge man you just blow it up you make it a big thing mm -hmm. that'd be crazy start with minnesota and before you know it, you're doing the midwest and then for you're real. doing for real. whatever you want i guess yeah. at that point dang man yo yeah. i feel like at this point you could turn into uh, you could you could just start doing festivals you have a waterway festival we want to it really just comes down I mean, obviously, you need a lot of money to throw a festival. Yeah. And then you just need to, because uh, you got to think of, like, security and, like, I don't know, regulations Everything. and stage crew and stages, lights, cameras, speakers. Like, right. there's just some, like, you just keeps going. And then you think about, oh, this has to be a place to go to the bathroom. It has to be so much water. There has to be so much boom, boom, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But you just start small and work your way up. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's it. We want to do an outside show. We haven't. We've only thrown, like, outside parties where we had some performers, but have, like, a straight, straight just show. Just show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really fun. Hopefully, we could do it around this area. For real. Now that Soundset's not there, mm -hmm. you know, that'd be cool. I'm going to Summer Smash, the the Lyrical Lemonade Festival. Oh, word. Yeah, I've I've never. It's a three day festival. I've never gone to one. Where's that at? It's in Chicago. Okay. It's like in, near downtown, but not in downtown. Like a little bit away from it. Tight. Have you ever gone to any festivals? Honestly, no. Mm -hmm. No, I've never been to Soundset. I um, went one time when i was in high school okay was, uh, yeah, yeah i I've, I've always wanted to i just like for some reason never made it out mm -hmm. like going to a lala or something like that would be super fun yeah i think i'm gonna try to hit some this summer though yeah because um, i'm sure yeah. there'll be even more to be announced because like it's just oh, yeah. it's just time festivals are shit. popping up everywhere yeah. now it's yeah crazy. that's why i had to get the summer smash one one because it's you know we can drive there it's only probably like a you know six hour drive or whatever yeah and then like i'm trying like we bought vip because i'm like I need to get as close as possible to being one step away from getting let backstage to like vlog and like interview artists and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if there is one that would fold, it would be that one because I've made, I mean, because it's a little bit smaller because it's Lyrical Lemonade, but I've like interviewed or talked to a lot of people that are affiliated, that yeah. are from Chicago, that are affiliated with like a lot of people in Lyrical Lemonade. So that's definitely people our goal. People are getting kind of tapped in now. 
Adam mm-hmm. Adam twenty two put you up, was was on you were on his their live stream right with their like water wave yeah he wore he brought our stickers on there and like shouted us out and shit that's fire yeah and then he wore our merch on his story like doing kendama tricks yeah and yeah. shit like that and I was like damn he actually looks out and then I DM'd him a couple times and about just whatever just trying to just ask him a question yeah but other than that i just try not to talk to him too much because i don't want to like bug like, him yeah right, like, i'd right. rather just have him watch me but what's actually kind of crazy is uh an artist from minnesota submitted a, 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 a music video to his live stream how he does the listening to your music yep. and whatnot yep and he was wearing a water wave hoodie in it and he was like ain't that that water wave brand oh, and then yeah. and then in another one his uh like assistant yuri or his employee yuri that works for him said that too so it's like not even just him but like he, he's telling people about us or something yeah. like yeah so that somehow they know about something that's crazy so man. i'm just hoping that if i go to la or like i could at least pull up if not do an interview but just pull up to the shop and for chop real. it up with them for real That'd be huge man because we've, we've grown a lot since when we first met yeah yeah i mean different. you guys are like you guys are expanding so much from what i see like outside of just like it's like a hub but then you got the shows the podcast yeah. the live streams the store you know what i mean yeah, like it's so much stuff yeah the store's the newest but it's a lot of work oh but, yeah uh, but yeah going back to the concerts though is there any concert that you went to that like kind of maybe who you perform after or kind of like seeing them the way they ran across the stage or the way that they did that oh, yeah. that you were like that's kind of how where i got that from mm. my first my first ever concert, my first ever concert in high school was at 7th Street Entry, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Super Duper Kyle. Oh, okay. And um, that was, like, he he did the thing where he brought, like, the surfboard into the crowd, and you know how, like, small the ceilings are, so it was so packed. Like, yeah. it looked goofy, but it was just so much energy. That's crazy. He was in a, he was at 7th Street with yeah, the, now he, yeah. he would need the main room now. For real, for yeah. real. Yeah, and uh, just, like, seeing, like, just jumping around, like just all the energy that goes into it um that was like yeah i want to start performing and that was like 11th grade i think that's cool that was like my first concert so yeah that's fire and then you end up got to perform you got to perform in the same, same stage spot. as him same spot it was surreal you must have been manifesting it pretty hard to that real time. Like, i think so man you would just main think stage about next. it too much <laughs> main stage next main stage is definitely <laughs> up next um is there a what do you so what do you do outside of the music do you have like a separate business venture you're trying to push besides like trev the rapper yeah or is I there mean, like anything else you got going on i've been i've been writing i write for uh banger the day it's uh like a music blog based okay. in la um so i do um like press releases for different artist releases mm-hmm. um just like write articles and stuff um like i've been like able to do some for like jake and some of those guys and that's just, like, cool. for some of those jobs so that's super cool and I've, I've been doing that for about a year now and just made like a ton of connections that way mm-hmm. um so like that would be really cool to get into and just like kind of keep pushing it up. Like I just interviewed, uh, I got an interview, uh, the holiday recently, a few months ago. Um, he's like performing at Lollapalooza, like a bunch of those spots. Now we, we interviewed, uh, John Batiste, the dude on, uh, Colbert. And then he was like, he like wrote all the music for the, that soul, the Disney movie. Oh, wow. Um, so a bunch of like really cool people that like you just get to connect with through that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like cool being on the other side of things and then like just being able to make those connections musically also through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Is there any, uh, uh, like speaking of connections, like anybody you would like love to work with? Like is there like a top three that like artists that you would, if you could pick to 
get in the studio tough. with. That's a tough because I can rattle from. like a hundred. I feel like what's like I guess yeah, shit, rattle like what kind of, what type of music I guess or yeah, is it just yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it differs for like the type of music I'm making. Like if I'm just making like like a, like a banger, you know what I mean, or just like a rap song. Um, it would be really cool to work with. Like I put out a song with No Big Deal. He's like super cool. Like he's like a Christian hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but like kind of work with that whole squad. Like John Keith, um, like even like an Andy Minio would be crazy. Like some of those guys would be would be super cool. Um, but like on the flip side with the more like kind of alt indie rock side of things, mm-hmm. um, man, I don't, dude. Like there's so many. There's just so many people that are so fire. Like Dream Collab would would probably be like a Daniel Caesar or something like that. Kind of slow it down a little bit, or. Uh, like a Saba, um, Saba Smino, some of those, some of those like Chicago guys. Uh, shoot, man, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'll just throw it out, throw it out there, and throw it out into the the air and see if it happens sometime down the road. But uh, yeah, man, ton of people. It just feels like because I feel like my music varies so much. It'd be cool to kind of have someone in each of their respective lanes on mm-hmm. different on different songs. Yeah, what would you like? What would you consider yourself like? Like a rapper, like a music artist, like R and B. Like, what would you consider? I just say like pop at this point. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, yeah, I say pop. I guess. Uh, yeah, I think a rapper second, like pop mm-hmm. artist first. Yeah. What did you do um, first? Like when you first started making music, did you were you like did you rap on the first song you ever made? Did you sing on the first song you ever made? Yeah. I know it was recorded over at his house. Yeah, whatever. yeah, it was like it was it was rap for sure. Like mm-hmm. I was only rapping um that song had like a little singing hook but uh yeah it was like i started just rapping and i've never been that confident in my singing until the last like year or two maybe Mm -hmm. like i wasn't that good of a singer but and i'm still not like great obviously but like i can sing enough where i'm like actually confident in it Mm -hmm. so it helps a little bit what do you think of like the overall music scene like like just like the just overall music scene not just the local scene but like the way that soundcloud shaped like a lot of rap and the way like i guess you could like i want to even like mumble rap but that's been around for a long time now but just yeah. like that i don't even know like it new the new detroit stuff that's coming out like what do you think the of just like this stuff yeah it's just it's just like really freelance at this point yeah. i say yeah i i think it's crazy because i i'm like i love it like i love that i love that music's always like evolving right yeah. like i think it's super cool um a lot of like the new like even if you think of a new like Ian Dior, like they're not really small, right? But like Kid mm-hmm. Leroy, but they're getting into the more like it's going back to like almost like alt rock, even like Machine Gun Kelly, Mod Sun, going back to like the punk rock mm-hmm. side of things. And like I feel like it's just evolving so much, and like one singular genre isn't even it anymore, yeah. right? Like people are just blending three or four different sounds into one thing. It's like yeah. I think it's cool. On I think on the flip side, it um, with like more access to recording like i've had so many conversations about this like even myself is is part of the group but that i would group into this but like it's so easy to record now that i think kids that are like 14 15 are just like putting music out you know like yeah because they can just record it so easily and uh i think that can diminish the quality a little bit but like for me like i just didn't have a place to record when i was writing so i had written 100 to 200 songs before i even got in the studio to record one so i was like picking my best song out of all those so it's like i think you need like there needs to be some space to practice first right but i think it's so cool like 
that there's 14, 15 year old kids making music at the quality that they're making it. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, what am I doing with my life? Like I'm 23 over here. Like, <laughs> shoot, man, I gotta. They started up, early. Man. Yeah, it's but great. it's like you get more experiences to talk about, though. They're just rapping about what they've heard in other songs, almost. You That's know what I mean? True. When you're that young, That's like you're true. just kind of almost like singing karaoke at that yeah. point like you're just rapping about what you've heard not about what you've lived right so and i think that's, what you, that's what that's the only difference i'd say with the young yeah. and the older i think another part of it too is like with such fast come-ups like people have one song come out blow up and then like all of a sudden you have like all these offers to come tour because mm-hmm. you blew up you know what i mean but like you've never performed before so you ha- you find yourself doing these huge venues, yep. but like you don't have performing experience because you blew up so fast. Whereas like, so I respect the dude like Jack Harlow or something who's like done all these tours, like had like a legit come up before he blew up. Mm-hmm. So now when he goes on this giant tour this year, he's going to have performance experience. Like he's not going to be like scared yeah. or nervous up there. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like I've definitely been to shows where someone blew up real quick and they were up there. Like you could tell they're visibly nervous because they haven't performed that much before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody in Minnesota that you want to work with really bad? Like any producers or not really bad, but like you would like to work with? Like any producers or any music artists that you haven't got to work with yet? A lot of people, man. Like obviously the whole Waterwave gang is like, yeah. I haven't worked with a lot of those. Obviously mm-hmm. like Jake a few times, right? Yeah. But like a lot of those cats, man. Um, shoot, we... uh. Yeah, man, I just feel like it's so it's so deep. Like, there's so many cool producers that I don't even know about. You know what I mean? Um, but even the dudes over at, like, 11th Ave, like, they're super cool. Like, definitely want to work with them more. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm always open to just, like, meet new people and mm-hmm. connect. Like, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Did you see that uh, I think the XXL freshman list 2021 was released, like, today or yesterday oh or for something. real i didn't see it yeah that's, i'm pulling it up right now I, I haven't looked at it yet i seen it i was scrolling through but yeah i got it right here if you want to look at it let me check this out oh, oh yeah you cord. got it right there i might oh, i got this cord. i'll i'll list it off for okay, you bet, bet, because bet. this cord is plugged into the plugged in we got um 11 artists making up out of this world list including 42 doug Flo millie moray push heisty coil Lake Ya, Tusi, uh, all those guys' names. Blast, it's B L X S T. Oh yeah, Blast, Blast is Blast. I don't is think I've ever heard his name. Ruby yeah. Rose, Ian Dior, D D G, from Pontiac. Ian Dior is like too big to be on that list. You think so? I feel like he's like really mainstream. I've only heard of like seventy percent of the. I haven't heard of like f- five of those people. They have four females on it this year. That's dope. Yeah, usually it's only one. It's one. They just yeah. put one on there to I think like. Did they have two last year? Maybe. I remember who it was last year. Was it Mulatto last year? I think so. Dang, but Flo Millie's like, she's actually like a yeah, good rapper. You know her, uh, her manager's from Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah, Von Vonson, Von Buller. He's Young Gravy's tour manager too. Got you. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's from Minnesota. Shout out him. It's probably good for him too. Yeah, yeah. Because he'd be getting the plaques when she gets like whatever when gold she gets plaques. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be posting that shit. Yeah. You ever dream of being on a freshman list or is that just like something if it happens, it happens? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm down. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You wouldn't be the type of guy to turn it down? <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Yeah, unless you were like, really unless you like really, really blew up and yeah, it would be it one of those late. things where like, uh, you're just too big to be on this list. Mm-hmm. But nah, I like, feel like it'd be cool. You wouldn't be like a Rich the Kid story when they wanted to put him on there, but he found out he was like, because someone said no and he was the after pick. 
It was oh. like five years ago though, or four years ago. They turned it down. Yeah, because they were like they had their ten, but someone like turned it down, and then they picked him, and he was wow. all for it until he found out about it because wow. he thought he was just another one of the ten that yeah. got picked. Dude, I feel like too when they always throw in like a few like lyricists on there, you know, like mm-hmm. um, like the year like JID was on there, or yeah. like when like Denzel Curry was on it with like the 2016 list, mm-hmm. and it's so I just feel like the 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 level like the bar is so low for like people's freestyles that someone like JID or someone goes on there and like like raps raps yeah. and everyone goes insane because like people are just so used now to like people going and like freestyling and doing something chill you know so yeah. I feel like it'd be cool. Did you watch that Minnesota Cipher? Which with who on it? So Trap Right put out a Minnesota Cipher. Oh, with the uh, Jay Plaza, Jay Plaza, Macker, Reefer Ray, John Ray, and then like. It's like six other people, but those are the only ones I can think off the top of my head. But it was super good. Was it fire? Super well it put together. And we we watched it on our live stream last night, like reacted to it or whatever. But yeah, whenever you got free time, you should yeah. definitely check it out. It was, they did a really good job. And Jay Plaza's, they all snapped. But it's funny, Jay Plaza did a lot of, like, he said uh, he did a free Wi-Fi bar. Because you, you know what free oh, Wi-Fi yeah, yeah. is, right? Their yep. old group. It was yep. him, Daddy De Niro, and The Rift. Yep. that were part of the group and he said something like uh a De Niro could cause a rift or he said what happened to free wi-fi i heard they broke up some 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 uh De Niro could cause a rift and then something about wow. whatever whatever like he just threw it all together yeah. and it sounded super it just sounded super like hard and the yeah it was dope for the minnesota shit. they got beef on i don't i never really was i feel like they did at them. some point like when they first broke up yeah but i don't think it's like super like hard beef anymore yeah it's some petty stuff so i was at uh i performed at that they had like the go 95 had their shut up and rap up comp- and raps, yeah. competitions and i was at like at the finale daddy De Niro was one of the judges oh really and that was like three years ago and so he's a, he was a cool guy when i the one time i talked to him yeah i think they just well because how they came up was they were all individually rapping and then they made a song together right and then a label or whatever team seen that and were like we want to sign you guys but as a group and they were like Mm. fuck it let's try it out and then it just didn't work out basically yeah yeah. they all have such kind of different sounds i'm sure too yeah and it was like they were all that wasn't in their plans it just kind of got presented as that and they went for it yeah but is there anything else you'd like to add before we end this interview Hey man, appreciate you having me on, mm-hmm. dude. It's always good to stop by and mm-hmm. like see the see what you're doing and hear updates on everything you got going on. So yes, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan from afar over in South Carolina, man. Mm-hmm. Always. I guess how is it living out there? If people didn't know, like, it's good, man. SC, yeah, yeah, right on the beach, man. It's like yes, it definitely helps out the vibes for music. Like I just bet. pick up some different warm all year round. Yeah, on yeah. The beach. Yeah, it's a lot great. different than out here. For real. I'm I hate glad the I'm back right now, not in the winter. I hate yeah. the winter though. Yeah. It's yeah. not my thing. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um, make sure you check out his album, R U M T Love, Barely Trev on Instagram, correct? That's right. Um, go follow him. Stop what you're doing right now and just go follow him. I promise it's worth it. Go stream his music. Go past the first song because his new album is completely different. <laughs> Facts. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, subscribe to this channel. Uh, turn notifications on, all that. Waterwave TV, we're almost at 10K subscribers. We got to get there. I think, 10K. I think doing this Trev interview would probably get us about 100K. 10K. So, <laughs> so we, we need that right now. But thank you guys. Uh, store 1521 Como Avenue, Southeast Shoes, Drip, Vintage, Minnesota Brands, all that. Exotic Sodas, Studio. Book it now. Come on. Yes, sir. Let's go. <laughs>